it's for the culture when nature and blackness meet in the wildest of ways. Y'all know I had to pop up and pop in for a very special episode of Further Culture. But before that, you know the deal. If you're new here, welcome. And if this ain't your first rodeo, I hope you are riding with a friend. I'm Chris, your lovely host, and happy Juneteenth to all my black folk. Now, that's kind of weird to say because it shouldn't have to be said, but here we are. And for those of you who don't know, you know I'm always here to help. Let's once again turn the clock black. Shout out to season two. But before it was a whitewashed federal holiday, Juneteenth or June 19th was essentially the day when all the slaves were finally told they were free. That's right, told. They'd actually been free for literal years, but some were finally told on June 19, 1865. But we got gotta go back even farther because in September of 1862, Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation Order in which at the time was thought to free the slaves starting June 1st, 1863. Now, while we had to wait a whole 90 day probationary period in order for those other two fists to kick in is definitely beyond my ass. However, that was only a formality of one of the biggest lies in history. In fact, the Emancipation Proclamation didn't effectively free a single slave. It was issued as a military measure, which basically said, you niggas can be free if you fight for me. And even then, it's only if we win. But wait, there's more. Abraham Lincoln purposefully made it so that the Emancipation Proclamation didn't free slaves in certain areas because he wanted to, and I quote, maintain the loyalty of those good white folks. Now, y'all, I can't even make this shit up. Now, as the story goes, 200,000 slaves were free. And yes, I threw up quotes and recruited to fight for the union. Now, history will tell you, despite Mississippi's best efforts to prove you otherwise, that indeed the Confederacy lost. So on June 19, 1865, again, years later, a quarter million slaves in Texas were finally or finally found out that they were free. Three years later, you know, y'all, even dogs have better communication than the racist South. Like literally, the Asianic Whistle Dog, a.k.a. the Dole, are some of the best communicators on this planet. Those are long-legged, fox-looking wild dogs about the size of German Shepherds that live underground but can jump over seven feet straight in the air. And communication is their thing. They communicate using a wide variety of sounds, including whistles, screams, mews, and even clucks like the chicken. And y'all, they each have their own voice. The whistling sound each doe makes is so distinct, it can be used to identify individual animals. But back to Texas that was historically trashed throughout the entire emancipation and freedom process. When the state fell, most of the slave owners ignored the laws and decrees, especially those around the Galveston area who fought to the end to keep their slaves. So nasty, soft and rude. But even though Texas got it all wrong then and getting a lot wrong now, one thing it does right is still being one of the few native homes in the U.S 
class of the ocelot. And y'all, they are cool and bougie as hell. Today, outside small areas in Texas and Arizona, ocelots are typically found in Central and South America, where it is the second largest spotted cat at a whopping 34 pounds. And their bouginess extends to every aspect of their being. They got a bougie name, y'all. Their scientific name is Lepardus pardalis, which means like a leopard. And their street name, Ocelot, is actually Aztec, which means field tiger. And it don't stop there. They bougie eaters. While most cats remove some of the feathers from the birds they catch, ocelots won't eat a bird until all of the feathers are gone. Hell, even their fur bougie, y'all. Each ocelot has a different coat pattern, like our fingerprint, and right and left side patterns and colors of the ocelot's coat are not even the same. Just extra as hell, and I absolutely love it. But not nearly as much as I love the resiliency of my people. The resiliency of black folks is second to none. Let me say that again. The resiliency of black folks is second to none. Immediately after they found out they were free, black folks started reunifying families, establishing schools. Y'all remember them HBCUs? Building cities, running for office, and even suing slave owners. I know that's right. Did you expect anything less? Our ancestors have a history of turning a situation into a golden opportunity. And we can thank the Hyrax for one of those golden opportunities. Hyraxes or rock rabbits of stone badgers are two feet long, weigh about 12 pounds, and actually more closely related to elephants. In fact, the Hyrax has similar teeth, toes, and skull structures like an elephant. Like y'all, they literally have tiny tusks. And rock Hyraxes spend about 95% of their time doing not a damn thing. And the 5% of the time they are up, they use some of that to shit where they do in the same spot. Like literally, y'all, once they find a good spot, they do it there forever. Generations use that same spot as their toilet. And over the years, all that piss and fossilize and become hyraxium, which historically has been used to treat epilepsy. And in case you don't know, a number of us black folks who develop epilepsy over a lifetime is higher than that of whites. But our ancestors, outside of turning hyraxium into medicine, also turned it into a lucrative perfume business. Again, black resilience and innovation knows no bounds. Its power is only rivaled by that of black joy. And y'all, the number 19 actually symbolizes success, happiness, and joy. As do the otter. While cute, otters have also rightfully earned a spot on the most vicious list too. In many parts of the world, they are known as water hyenas. Otters can grow up to six feet long, weigh close to 100 pounds, and are master swimmers. And they even eat everything from fish, crawfish, and snapping turtles to octopus, birds, and even gators, y'all. And they are furry as hell. In fact, the sea otter has the densest fur of any animal on the planet with almost 100,000 hairs per square inch, which is about the size of a postage stamp, y'all. Now, I can't even imagine having that much of my 4C hair all over me. But y'all, again... 
happy Juneteenth to all my people, except Candace Owens, girl, you trash. As we recognize today, let's remember why we do and why we have to. It's a celebration of the day when we all were free. But y'all, remember, until next time, keep practicing social distancing, wear the mask. If you black, celebrate it. Think about getting the vax. Be mindful of others. And as always, I do it for you. I do it for me. I do it for the culture. <laughs>